Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm or how I keep things simple in our homeschool and just how we as a family seek to live above the noise of this world as we seek Jesus in the more simple things in life. Today, actually, I did want to address some homeschooling issues and I wanted to talk about simple homeschool. Now, most of you know that this is like my all-time favorite topic. I mean, I wrote a book on this subject. I speak about this subject at homeschooling conventions. It's kind of what I'm known for, simplifying homeschool. So this is a podcast that I'm going to try to condense into 20, 25 minutes when I could talk about it for hours. (laughs) But um, this is just one of those things that I absolutely am passionate about. And I just feel like at the beginning of the school year, you know, me myself here I'm over here you know in the thick of starting school and these are tips that constantly run through my head and things that I think about during the day and I thought you know what I just want to get on the podcast this week and really um, talk about this message because I know for myself I constantly need the reminders and these are things that we could really use at the beginning of the year Um, so I wanted to talk about how we can keep our homeschool more simple and a lot of times when i i go to homeschooling conventions i will give my i call it my signature session because it's kind of what i'm known for um is my simple homeschool session and a lot of times people leave that session a little bit um i think surprised they come to that session maybe thinking that i'm going to give all these organizational tips and tell you how to keep things you know running smoothly and simplify and really a lot of what I talk about, especially when it comes to simplifying, is the heart issues. And, you know, I really feel that the remedy to clutter and chaos in our life and in our homeschool is Jesus. I really feel like the more we are seeking him and the more we have our eyes on him, the easier it is to weed out all the unnecessary distractions, all the unnecessary noise that we let into our lives. And so when I talk about simplifying homeschool, really at the core is seeking Jesus. And if we can get our heart right, we can get just about anything right, you know, we can get our heart right with him. Um, We can really um, live our life with a lot more purpose and intention and sort of weed out all of the extras and all of the distractions that can creep in, especially in our homeschools. So I just wanted to touch on a few of the main points when I talk about simplifying homeschool in this podcast. Like I said, you know, doing a podcast 20-25 minutes, it's trying to squeeze a lot. So I'm just going to kind of pick out the major points. If you're struggling right now, if you're a homeschooler and you're struggling right now with back to school and you're thinking, I'm overwhelmed, I don't know how I'm going to do this, you know, the whole long year is right before us. And it sometimes it can feel like there's a, you know, um, a long year ahead and how are we going to get through it? And, um, this is the time of year where we have a fresh start. And so if you want this year to be different and you don't want to be struggling and you don't want to feel overwhelmed, I would encourage you to sit back, grab your cup of tea or your cup of coffee and listen in as we talk about how we can keep our eyes on the things that truly matter. So there is so much I could say about this topic, but like I said, I wanted to just touch on the main points. Um, 
about how to keep it simple. So you may think I'm going to sit here and give you like all these organizational tips and I'm going to give you like a system of how to make things simple and that is not what I'm about at all. I always say that there is no best system, there is no next best you know way to organize or um, I don't have all the answers. Um, everybody has a different way of how they operate but what I want to talk about is really the core issues and you know, the heart issues. And one way to keep your homeschool life more simple and to try to weed out the distractions would be stop trying to copy the internet. Now, I will also say, when I talk about this topic, I always say, I am not here to sort of like preach, like, don't do this, don't do that. I'm sort of here telling you I speak from experience. Anything I talk about is because I have done it already. So I'm raising my hand. I'm right there. There were years and, you know, still sometimes I have to fight that that little urge but there were years where I was really just trying to copy the internet I was trying to make our homeschool look like those pretty little pictures that you saw on Pinterest and on Instagram and on the internet on people's blogs and instead of really getting to the meat of my homeschool and the heart of my homeschool and the heart of my kids and building relationships I was just worrying about how everything looked and if we were doing things quote-unquote right you know and who is to say it's right you know the internet tells you what you're doing is right. I believe that your homeschool is between you and God and that if you're following the Bible and you're seeking after him and you're praying over every single decision, that is what matters most. And I will always say that here, that I am not here to point you to the the right way to homeschool or to do things my way. Certainly don't follow me. Um, I am here to point you to God and to remind you that this is something you are doing um, for your family for whatever reason, but God has called you to do this and he will equip you to do it, but you need to keep your eyes on him. You need to keep every single decision in prayer. You need to, you know, be in your Bible every single day because you see, the more we're in the Bible, the less we care about what the internet says, right? The more we fill our minds with truth, the less important all those voices out there in internet land seem to us. The more we are filled with God, the less we will want to fill up on all those things in this world that really are just fluff and extra. And sometimes we're just trying to make ourselves or validate ourselves, you know, make ourselves feel good about what we're doing. Um, but we don't need to do that if we're following God and we're seeking after him. So don't try to copy the internet. Don't try to do what everybody else is doing. You know, I talk about the comparison trap quite often. So that's basically, you know, the very first thing I would say. If you want to keep things simple, don't even worry about what everybody else is doing you know, what everybody else is doing. Just con concern yourself with what God has called you to do. Now, of course, we can glean from other people. I myself love to read other people's, you know, ideas and blogs and read books and things like that. But if those people aren't pointing you to God and they're just pointing you to their way, then that might not be the best way for you because ultimately the decisions you make are between you and God. So glean what you can from others, but don't make what others do be the be all end all for what you're going to do. I remember in the early years of homeschooling, I thought that we had to look like 
all the pictures of homeschoolers I was seeing back then. You know, we had to dress alike and we all had to play an instrument and we all had to, you know, be a certain way. And I was falling into that trap of following after what the world was depicting as a good homeschooling family and not really following what God was saying just about raising my family. You see, people will say to me, well, is homeschooling like the only option? Is homeschooling, um, you know, what we should all do as Christians? I just am pointing you to the word. You read what the word says about how to raise your family. You read what the word says about how to um, disciple your children and you will come to those conclusions between you and God. So don't try to copy a picture on the internet. You know, there was a long time where I was really concerned with more about how our, our homeschool looked. And I'm being transparent here. I'm not, I'm not proud of this, you know, but this is, this is real life. And if this can help anybody else out there who's sort of in that situation, that I was more concerned with having, you know, everything look good like we were you know you know those pretty pictures you see on, on Pinterest I still not Pinterest I never go on there on Instagram um I still see them and I'm like oh dear you know our our room doesn't look like that you know everything looks so orderly and peaceful and you know it, it, we're not here to set up our kids for a picture for goodness sakes we are here to homeschool our children and educate our children and don't make it be about, you know, literally you're setting up this perfect picture so you can share this picture. Just worry about looking at your children in the eyes, engaging with them during the day, um, you know, letting your relationship really be the foundation of everything. And I say that because I think as a preschooler, if you have young ones, the most important thing you can do, people ask me about curriculum all the time for preschoolers. And I'm like, the best curriculum curriculum you have for a preschooler is yourself. I mean, honestly, preschoolers are full of questions, right? They have zillions of questions. And we sort of laugh about it and shoo them away and say, oh, they have so many questions. But that's how they learn. That's their curriculum. Believe me, they're going to learn so much more from a parent who engages with them, who sits down at their level, looks in their eyes, takes them seriously, answers all their questions, and has a relationship with them and laughs together and does things together. That is going to be more meaningful and is going to educate them more than any workbook at three and four years old. You know, if you can just build your relationship with your child so that they know they can come to you with any question, they can come and talk to you and you'll listen and you'll answer and you'll discuss things and you won't shoo them away. That is the most important thing you can do for a young child. That is curriculum right there. But not only are you helping them to learn educationally, you're building your relationship with your child. And that is such an important thing because that's going to help you in the older years of homeschooling. I have teenagers now. I have two, almost three teenagers right now. And I have seen the importance of building that relationship because when that relationship is solid and they know they can come to you and talk to you and they know that they can come and ask questions, um, believe me, 
that is going to come in very handy in the teenage years. And as far as school schooling goes, you know, you've built that foundation. So sure, we have days where we have discipline problems. Are you kidding me? Who doesn't, right? We have days where people have attitudes and don't want to do school. But it's much easier to deal with those days when you have that solid foundation already set. So use those early years not only to build up... Um, you know, their their knowledge and their education, but building up those years for your relationship with your child. Um, you know, and like I said, and don't worry about making it picture perfect. You don't need to take a snapshot. You know, I work in social media. I work on the internet. My ministry is out there. So I do share pictures, you know, but there are times where I have to just like say, this is just for us. I don't need to share this, you know. I remember last year we went fishing one day and I left my phone at home because I didn't even want to be bothered with thinking like, oh, I should take a photo. And, you know, we need to do that. Take a week where you just don't go on the internet. I can't even explain to you when it's out of sight, out of mind, right? When you don't, when you take like an internet fast, because I've done this before, and you don't go on there and see what everybody else is doing, you quickly forget. And really what's right in front of you is really the most important thing. You don't need to see what everybody else is doing. There is so much noise. I don't think we realize it, but there is so much noise that we allow into our minds when we're on the internet. It's just like, a million different people literally talking to you at once, right? You're just reading everybody's thoughts. You're reading everybody's opinions. You're seeing pictures. You're being inundated with different ideas, articles, all these things. It's really hard to keep up and to process it. And then to kind of turn around to your children and try to give them 100% of you is really difficult because your mind is already so filled. But imagine we filled our minds that much with godly things right? Not from the internet, not what everybody else is saying, not the pictures. If we just filled our minds in the morning with God's word alone and not what everybody else was saying, you will have a much more peaceful homeschool. You will enter into that day with your mind a little bit more at rest and maybe save the internet for later on in the day. Um, you know, or after the kids go to bed will be your time where you go and, and kind of check in and see what everybody else is doing out there in Facebook world or Instagram or whatever it is. But um, I would say those are two really important things to keeping um, your homeschool simple is to not live for what everybody else is doing and to really build that relationship with your child. Um, I often talk about when I when I refer to simplifying homeschool, those pioneer homeschoolers, you know, 35 years ago, they didn't have the internet. They didn't have homeschool conventions. They didn't have co-ops. They didn't have curriculum catalogs galore like we have. I mean, right in the spring, it's like one catalog after another seems to arrive at my door. And when that CBD catalog shows up, I'm like, oh, let me add it, right? I can't wait to sit and look through it. And then we have, you know, the internet with all the other things out there telling us what's good and what's not. We have our um, homeschool support groups. We have friends that homeschool well think back 35 years ago homeschooling may have been illegal in your state you didn't know anyone who homeschooled but you chose to homeschool because god was calling you to do that back then there was one curriculum available to homeschoolers okay there wasn't a cbd catalog there weren't homeschooling publishers that were you know for every different style and method 
It was very limited. So not only were you doing something illegal that people thought was crazy, that hardly anyone else was doing, that there weren't support groups for, there, weren't, there wasn't curriculum for except one, and those homeschoolers were very successful or we wouldn't all be here today. And really, if we stop and think about that, I almost envy those homeschoolers. It's like they had the one thing that our generation might be lacking, and that is they had to fully rely on God to homeschool each day because they were not relying on themselves. They were not relying on the internet. They were not relying on what other people were doing. They had to fully rely on God. Can you imagine the amount of prayer that went into those decisions? You know, we take it so casually now because we have so much available to us, which don't get me wrong, it's truly a blessing. I speak at homeschooling conventions. I love being a part of that world. But don't let us rely on everything else and leave God out of the picture. And that's what I worry about for this generation of homeschoolers. Are we leaving God out of the picture because we think we can do it all? Because we think that, um, you know, everybody else is the answers? We could homeschool without any of these things if we had just God alone leading us. And really, when I say simplify your homeschool, that's the most important thing. If you are following God, it makes it very easy to weed out all those extra things that are bogging you down. You know, how much curriculum does one need, right? <laughs> Nowadays, we have so much available to us and we feel like we need to have, you know, all these things and it just bogs us down. And then there's the information that's available to us. If you want to simplify your homeschool, stop listening to what everybody else says and follow God. Because honestly, listening to him above everyone else will really help you to discern. And maybe you won't feel so overwhelmed and that can help you simplify things. Now, of course, there's a million different practical ways to simplify your homeschool as in organization, keeping a schedule and all of that stuff. But today I really just wanted to get to the heart of simplifying because I don't really believe that those things matter, the organizational system, the schedule and all that. I mean, they matter, but I don't believe they matter unless you have your heart in the right place first. So I would encourage you today, if you're looking to get um, a little bit, you know, to simplify in your homeschool and to, you know, not feel so overwhelmed, simply seek God. Go to the Word. Last week on our podcast, we talked about um, my passion for women getting in the Word. And I really want to kick off this challenge on my social media to all my readers out there to really challenge you to get in the Word. If you want to simplify your homeschool, right there, join that challenge. And when I say join, there's nothing you have to do. You don't have to sign up. You don't have to join a Facebook group. You don't have to subscribe. <laughs> you just simply have to commit between you and the Lord that you want to know Him more. You want to seek him more. You want to know what he has to say more than anybody else, what they have to say. And I believe that if you are a homeschooler, that that is just as important, that you are seeking him in every single thing. And lastly, I would say also, if you want to sort of weed out, you know, a lot of the extra stuff and a lot of the, the things that can clutter up our homeschools and our minds would be 
teaching your children about the, doing the exact same thing, teaching them to seek him first. Because sometimes we say, oh, my kid's attitude is poor. Oh, you know, my child is, is not um, wanting to do school. Oh, whatever it is, you know, you're having a hard time. But if you're teaching them early on to follow God, and what does God's word say about working hard? And what does God's word say about how we do a job? And for them right now, schooling is their job then those things are going to be easier to handle because you've taught them to follow God and to follow what he says. So then that trickles down to how they handle their homeschool. And it's going to be much easier to homeschool a child who has their heart turned towards the Lord and who is really wanting to please the Lord and who is really wanting to live as the Bible says. Then it's going to be for a child who is in rebellion. Now, we don't have control, right? Child, children will rebel, teens will rebel, but we know that we have to answer to God, and that doesn't mean we give up. We keep praying over that child. We keep uh, reading scripture. We keep, you know, filling them up with the Lord. You keep doing what you need to do, and then you know that you are following what God has told us to do in his word and how to raise our children. So that is just the tip of the iceberg for simplifying homeschool today. That is just, you know, like I like I said I could go on and on and on with this topic forever, but those were some kind of um reminders that I wanted to to sort of, you know, just put out there this week on the podcast. If you're homeschooling and you're struggling or you're feeling overwhelmed, I would say take this week, unplug from the internet, sit at his feet listen to what he has to say and you are going to see that things are a lot more simple than we make them out to be. Sometimes we overcomplicate things, right? We make it very complicated. We can deal with homeschooling our children much easier if we have our hearts right, turned to the Lord, ready to let him equip us, ready to let him lead us. If you're out there and saying, this is too hard, I can't do it, guess what? You're right. It is too hard. You can't do it. But nothing is too hard for him, and he will equip you. So you don't have to do it on your own. He will equip you. I am the least person that you would ever expect to be homeschooling my children. Yet here we are on our 12th year. If you want to hear all about that story, you can go to the uh, one of the early podcast episodes is titled An Unlikely Homeschooler. And you can hear my story. I have no business homeschooling my children. I had no business doing this, but guess what? God called me and he is over here having me do it and not only doing it, succeeding at it and watching my children thrive. And it's all him but our part is to give up what we want and see what he wants and let him lead us each and every day in every single thing we do including our homeschools if you want to read more about practical tips for homeschooling and you want to know more about homeschooling you can do a few things you can look at amazon i have a book called simply homeschool that is on amazon i have a book called called home letting go I'm sorry, now I'm combining two titles, Called Home, Finding Joy in Letting God Lead Your Homeschool. And then I also have Real Homeschool, Letting Go of the Pinterest Perfect and Instagram Ideal Homeschool. All three of those books address these topics about simplifying and about letting God lead and about living for God's standards and not the world standards. And also, if you go to my website, Bible-Based Homeschooling, I have tons of resources on there for the Christian homeschooling family. I share 
all kinds of resources that um, are out there that are available. I have um, some encouragement, you know, articles over there as well. And also, if you go back in the archives to this podcast, you can find several episodes um, regarding homeschooling. So I hope that helps you just a little bit. Also, some exciting news, speaking of homeschooling, I will be speaking in North Carolina in the spring, May 31st to June 2nd at the um, North Carolinans for Home Education Thrive Conference, and I'm excited about that. That is the state convention for North Carolina. I'm also going to be speaking at Teach Them Diligently again in the spring. I will be announcing those locations shortly. Um, There are six locations this year, and I will be speaking at some of them. And um, also, I will be speaking at the Simply Living for Him retreat in the summer. That is not for homeschoolers. That is a retreat that is for all women, I mean, of course, if you're a homeschooler, you can come, but it's not just for homeschoolers. That is a retreat for all women of all ages. So I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. And if you are listening on iTunes, I would appreciate it if you could rate and review the podcast. And that helps me get my message out there to more people. And also, if you want to continue the conversation, comment on the blog post or on the Facebook page, or come visit me over on Instagram and uh, let me know how you keep things simple in your homeschool. And Until next time, I wish you blessings and joy.